Hey everybody, welcome to another night of Walk It Out. Uh, my name is Gretchen Cannon. Um, I'm here at Grace Church as the community pastor. And I just want to take this evening to wrap up our deliverance series. And so we uh, we started with my friend Andrea Morgan and we came, she came and joined me and we talked about deliverance and strongholds and um, just what it is. And then I gave my personal testimony of um, my deliverance back in April of 2022. And then we talked about strongholds like um, we, there's godly strongholds and then there's strongholds where we actually take a real life event and we partner it, we marry it to a lie and it builds a stronghold within us and um, we've got to tear that down. So we talked through some of that as well. And then um, we talked about some inner healing, just some different parts that goes along, go, goes along with deliverance. But uh, I had the honor and the privilege of um, having Rachel Wilson on and share her testimony of being delivered. And then last week, Annie Lahan shared hers. And so I'm going to wrap up um, with just kind of a summary of some of these things that I want to put in your hands. And one of the things that's on my heart about this, this series has been the one that I have had the most contacts about. Now, other series like A Disciple of Jesus and the process of M28 and just some different things like that, the value series, people have come and asked a question here or there or mentioned something and definitely affirmed like their excitement and that they got some stuff from it. But this series seems to be the one that people are um, maybe actively putting into practice uh, the things that we've shared. And so um, I was asking the Lord, like, why might that be? And um, I just started reminding, re being reminded even of my own deliverance. So um, for those of you that uh, didn't get to watch my testimony, I encourage you to go back. Um, I think it was the very first uh, uh, part of this. But... Um, before my deliverance, there was like a block. There was a block in me even being able to retain scripture. Now, I could eat the word and understand it, but actually like just reading scripture and absorbing it and some of those things. And I kept like mentally, I just kept going back into the places that were not healthy for me. And when my deliverance happened, and if those of you that, uh, that did watch it, you might remember there were four things that I identified uh, when I realized when, you know, Steve said, hey, this, this thing is living. You need to get this out, that it was trying to kill me. And what I mean by that is like a spirit of suicide would like come upon me. And then it was trying to change me. It was trying to change my personality and who I was from being like outgoing and bubbly and joy-filled to just being like melancholy or um, even sometimes passive. And then it was trying to steal my voice. There were things that I wouldn't speak up about. Um, I And I'm still working through some of this. Um, but even being intimidated to share, like, uh, some people talk about how, uh, walk it out. It seems very natural for me and actually it isn't. And, um, 
it definitely is a step of obedience that I am taking when I when I have these is the Lord has asked me to do this and I am trusting him for the grace uh, to be able to walk that out. And so even getting me to shy away from some of those things, he's been ramping up on me uh, within me again a couple of books that I'm supposed to uh, write. And one is, um, I think, going to be very helpful in spiritual formation of people because it's going to be very interactive. But the enemy um, keeps talking to me about like, well, how are you going to get started? And and so uh, when are you going to find the time? So it just starts feeling very overwhelming. And so I have to kind of put that to the side. But that was another thing was about stealing my voice. And then the fourth thing was clouding my thinking and my intellect and comprehension of his word, which I mentioned a while ago. But I was asking the Lord, like, I wonder why so many people have reached out to me, um, like people that I haven't been in relationship with for years, um, only because they moved away, not because of a conflict or anything, but even strangers that don't attend grace, they're not around here. And I don't mean strangers. I'm just not in relationship with them. I might recognize the name or they just email me and tell me who they are. And they have questions and or they want to share some different things. But what the Lord showed me is just like with my deliverance, like that block in my intimacy with the Lord and, and maybe more my growth um, than my intimacy, because I still had amazing intimate times with Jesus. But um, once I got that out of the way, things were able to flow, like retaining all of this other stuff. And what he was showing me is uh, those of you that are actively sitting with him about these things concerning deliverance, concerning strongholds, uh, those of you that are doing Andrea's uh, boot camp or going to Oklahoma City uh, deliverance ministry on Monday nights, you are getting free from so many things to allow like a um, just a complete flow to come into your life and stay there. And so just like with mine, it would come in, but it, it didn't penetrate all the time. It was just kind of there. And so he reminded me again of Luke 4, 18 and 19. And, and really verse 18, but it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who were oppressed. And a lot of times we look at that verse and we think about other people. And while that is completely accurate, it also is true about ourselves. Like the spirit of the Lord is upon each one of us. And he has anointed us to preach the gospel to the poor. Like when you look at tearing down strongholds, you are preaching the gospel to yourself when you make your declarations. When you say out loud the truths um, that help you destroy the strongholds that need destroyed to build up the the godly ones. And as far as poor, it's just the ones that are willing to receive. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to actually take myself through steps of inner healing To ask myself, like, why is that observation there? What is going on? 
and then to proclaim liberty to the captives. Like for me to be able to proclaim to myself that you have freedom in Christ. Like you can do this and walk this out. Like there is so much freedom that comes with being able to do that. And then recovery of sight to the blind and to set at liberty those who are oppressed. And um, it's a beautiful thing when you get when you taste freedom, right? But it's even more beautiful when you can continue to proclaim to yourself over and over and over the things that even this verse says that you can um, that you can continue to walk yourself through inner healing and some of those things. And so, like my heart is so um, grateful. Uh, I think would be the right word. Um, just for how he has used this series, myself and the other ladies that I had the blessing of having on to be able to help you um, walk in freedom. There are a couple of things that I want to go over. I've got to find my sheet real quick. Sorry, I'm, I'm tearing up here. Um, I want to just remind you of a couple of important things as you're sitting with the Lord in your um, steps of deliverance. So first of all, like if you're listening and you're not born again, um, you need to be. And I guess my question would be, why aren't you, <laughs> right? But um, you don't have any authority over the things of the enemy, over the things of the devil, if you are not born again. Like Jesus Christ in us, the hope of glory, is the one that gives us the authority. Because all authority has been given to him by the Father, and he is in us, and he gives us that same authority. And so um, that is super important. That is like a have to. The next thing is just to close the doors. So closing the doors looks like um, forgiveness and inner healing and so many of those things. Like before you get started, and if you go to Oklahoma City uh, Deliverance Ministries website, D-E-L-M-I-N.org, um, they actually have a door closing prayer on there. It's long, but don't skip it. Go through it. And they have steps you can walk yourself through that. But closing the door allows, um, for one, it allows it not to get weird, right? Um, if there truly are spirits that are oppressing you. But it also allows you um, to have that moment with the Father for Him to be able to reveal areas that you need inner healing, areas that you need forgiveness, and different things like that. And so after you close the door, the door closing prayer, then you need to go through forgiveness. Like, ask the Lord, who do you want me to forgive? And it even might be yourself, and it might be Him. And that's okay. That's something that's uh, one of the things that my heart is to cultivate within our home is asking my kids often, like, is there anybody that you need to forgive? And it may even be your dad or I or each other. And that, and this is a safe place for you to do that. Um, renounce uh, any ungodly like ways or practices, things you've slipped into maybe 
or um, like if you've never done this, things in the past, but renounce them, like refuse to partner with it and uh, coming out of agreement with it. Um, repent of any sin, known or unknown. Um, break ungodly soul ties. I talked about that. The inner healing, let the Lord just take you through um, inner healing <clears throat> and then just take authority over any um, demonic activity that is present in your life. Like a, a Christian can be demonized um, and uh, we aren't designed to live like that, but there is no shame in it. We just like if we set with the father, the, we let him do the deliverance however he wants. And then um, like out of a heart of gratitude and remembering who we are, we keep doors closed to not allow the enemy to have any more access. And um, it's a beautiful thing. Um, what he was showing me is uh, as you guys take authority over this and you learn to keep door clo doors closed and the, you walk in freedom, like you're going to be able to absorb things by the spirit in such uh, like exponential ways. It will astonish you. And so I'm going to pray that for you right now. And for me, Father, like we thank you. We thank you that in our spirit, we are completely justified. Like as we, if we never sin, those of us that are in Christ. But Father, we thank you that you made a way for us to be sanctified. For you to clean out everything that needs cleaned out within our mind, our will, our emotions, our inner soul and fill it with your presence and with who you are. So Father, I ask if there's anybody here that needs courage to be able to walk this out with you, that you would comfort their hearts by the Holy Spirit and remind them that it is safe to do this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. I just felt pressed to pray. The other thing is we talked about strongholds. And so um, a good definition of a stronghold is uh, the enemy takes a real-life event and marries it to a lie and builds a stronghold within us. So one of mine is uh, I'm a problem causer. And so he'll take real life events where somebody's offended at me or upset with me or whatever, and he'll marry it to the lie that I'm a problem causer and he'll try to build that stronghold. And I had a pretty thick wall there <laughs> and I'm slowly tearing it down. But 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5 says, for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh. So I'm not warring against those people that are offended at me or upset with me. I'm not even warring like um, in, in um, the natural, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. We are destroying arguments and all arrogance raised against the knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. And so we have a tool here um, at Grace Church uh, that we call the Truth Trainer. And one of the things is during the day, if uh, a negative thought rises up, like it's a red flag that that stronghold of that lie is trying to make its way in. 
And so if you just say, like when this happens, if you say, I feel um, maybe like I'm causing problems, maybe even that, but it is only a feeling. It is not a true reflection of my current reality. And my reality is determined by the word of God. And this is my declaration of truth to this feeling. And then you say whatever the declaration is. So mine for a problem causer is um, that I'm a catalyst for people, including myself, to choose change, to choose him as Lord. And so um, he uses me as a catalyst in that way. So if somebody gets offended, they have an opportunity to choose him as Lord or to stay in bitterness. And um, there's a whole lot more to that. But he also reminds me of all of the times, <clears throat> and this was where he brought me freedom in scripture, where Jesus caused people problems. And I started at Matthew chapter one, verse one. And by the time I got to Matthew chapter two, like verse four, there were like eight places that Jesus caused people problems. And he wasn't even two years old. And so it was, uh, he wasn't a problem causer. He was a catalyst for people to change their mind and believe the good news, for people to uh, walk in freedom and some of those different types of things. So I hope that makes sense to you. I just want to go ahead and close, though, um, this series out by reminding you of a couple of resources um, that have been very helpful and continue to be helpful in my journey about learning about deliverance. Um, and even from a New Covenant perspective, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> from a New Covenant perspective. So Oklahoma City Deliverance Ministries, and you can find them at their website, delmin.org. And then um, the guy that started that ministry, Everett Cox, he has a book that he's written um, that you can find it on their website. You can also find it on Amazon. And why can't I think of the name of it right now? Maybe I'll think of it in a minute. <clears throat> the other book is Spiritual Warfare by Dr. Carl Payne. And he's a Baptist theologian. I love like the first chapter, maybe the second is like, how did uh, a Baptist theologian something, something, something uh, come to work with demonized Christians? And so it's just so cool because both of these ministries, I'm sure they've probably never even heard of each other. Um, they are just paralleled in the same truth. And it's the truth that bears witness to my spirit as well. And so I wanted to remind you of those resources available. You can also email me, Gretchen at gracechurch.community. And man, I would just love to hear like testimonies, obviously questions if you need anything, um, but testimonies like proclaim how Jesus has set you free. And I would be so blessed to hear that. <clears throat> On another note, um, I have, since I started Walk It Out, I take off a break in the winter. And so around the holidays, so this will be our last Walk It Out until um, probably mid-January. I don't know if it'll be around the 9th or the 16th of January when we'll come back. But um, it doesn't mean that I'm not available I encourage you, like, especially if you've gone through this series and you've really allowed the Lord to, um, uh, to show you strongholds that need to be um, toured down, things you need to be free from, I just encourage you 
like go back and listen to some of these other series. Um, the process of M28 discipling. If you're here at Grace Church, please listen to that. Just so you understand what it is that um, he's asking us to build here in the culture of that intentional discipling, uh, like in M28. But the the what is a disciple? Um, or a disciple of Jesus, I guess is what it's called. The process of transformation, the value series. I cannot tell you one of the... Uh, uh, one of, well, I was going to say one of the people that contacted me, it's my husband, but he was telling me um, uh, the other day, he said, I have learned so much from you and Annie teaching this value series. Now, my husband has been here at Grace Church since the beginning. He was on staff for 10 years um, as associate pastor, elder, and youth pastor. Um, and like the Lord uh, as he was growing us up in all this, he was also growing Brian in it. And so it's not like um, identity in Christ is foreign to him or new covenant economy or any of that. But he was just talking about like how it's just, um, it's just kind of given him new perspective come to life. And he's like, I cannot believe like everybody should be listening to this. And it was just a real blessing um, because he is somebody that knows that. And honestly, he knows the scriptures a whole lot more than I do. And um, so that's a series like don't um, like don't ever be too prideful that you can't let the Lord teach you in anything that you've already heard. So, um, you know, if you feel like you hear all the time the same, um, you know, the true you or new covenant you hear about all the time, just ask the Lord, hey, I am an open and a willing vessel to be able to be poured into you, into by you. Please reveal to me anything that you want to. And sit down and listen to those value series. Go through those scriptures and eat them. Let the Lord give you letters. Let him show you new revelations and observations in them. It's a beautiful thing. So just want to remind you, uh, we won't be having any more new episodes. We'll probably post some on our social media, um, just some different series here and there, encouraging you guys to uh, get into that. But just stay active on the YouTube channel. Uh, Steve's going to have Wednesday in the Word still going. And uh, I'm just really excited about what the Lord's doing, um, not just here at Grace Church, but inside of me and inside of you all. So I want to pray for us before uh, before we end for 2022. So, well, Father, um, I thank you for this year. I thank you for so many things that you've done in my life and in the lives of um, those that partner with Walk It Out in participation. And um, Father, I'm so blessed and so honored that they would choose to have um, this venue as an avenue for you to speak into their lives, the things that you want them to hear. And so, Father, I just ask like, a, that you would just pour out your blessings of spiritual riches upon each and every person through this Thanksgiving and this Christmas season, that they would know 
how much they love that you that you love them and how much they are valued by you. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Happy Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas. Love you guys.